John Fitch here. This is John Fitch knows nothing. And it is an unbelievably beautiful Sunday. It is. Uh, I had a great day. I'm, uh, I'm ready for summer. My hair is getting ridiculously long and I don't know what to do with it quite yet. But um, every time someone makes fun of it, I just want to grow a little bit longer. Because it's always the same people. It's always the same same type of people who make fun of my hair. It's like some fat, bald guy. Somebody with the inability to grow luscious locks. Always has something to say about mine. So I'm just like, maybe I need to keep antagonizing people to help them get stronger. <laughs> oh, man. Hopefully, y'all are doing good. Had a good week. Everything's doing good for you. I'm having fun. We uh, went and had some um, some breakfast out. We have this place called uh, Flames we like to go to. Haven't been in a little bit. So we went, got some breakfast, stuffed my fat face. Well, I'm, I'm kind of jacked right now, so I was able to staff my, stuff my face extra. And um, I went to the park after. It was fun. Walked around, dog got some exercise. Kids got some exercise. My girl... Got to spend some time close to nature. It was a good day, great day. Even got a nap in the afternoon. Can't beat it. Uh, smashed some eleven-year-olds on Fortnite. Good day. Now I'm talking to y'all. Now I'm talking to y'all about the fights. Did you see the fights? Did you like the fights? There were some pretty good fights. There were some gems in there that I really appreciated and was happy to witness and watch. I hope you guys had the same feeling with the fights too. Hold on, make sure my uh, rock fan is operating correctly. Riley Rage over in the rock fan. What's up, McCones? McCones? I don't know. McCones? I don't know how to pronounce your name. Sorry, bro. Thank you very much for commenting over there. I don't get the comments from Rockfin to come over here. It's kind of a pain, but oh well. <laughs> Maybe someday soon. You guys on uh, YouTube, make sure you guys are liking, subscribing. And uh, leaving some comments, saying some fun things, some nice things, and throwing some super chats when you get a chance. Max saying, Flames is like the Denny's of diner spots. <clears throat> the the Denny's? No, it's really good. We like it. It's good. There's a chain, there's a chain here in uh, San Jose. There's like three or four of them or there were three or four i think one of them might have burned down but there's a local family that owns them so i don't know if it's the same one you guys are going going to um let's talk about the fights you watch the fights i watched the fights i did not see every single one of the fights i started with the phillips and the bolanos fight and uh, i guess there was a little bit of controversy for the first fight decision i don't know didn't see it, so I'm not sure what happened. Um, but the Phillips and Bolanos, Bolanos trains up here in the Bay Area. I've seen him, tough guy, 
and Phillips was outstanding with his his grappling. But again, we talked about this a little bit last week about you know you got to work on top. You got to work to top. No matter how good your grappling is, no matter how good you are at taking backs, you can't hang out there too long. If you can't finish right away, you got to transition, get on top. And he kept fighting for that back back triangle, looking to finish from there. And it can be very difficult to get to the choke. Um, Phillips made some crazy transitions to some armbar attempts and try into triangle attempt. And it's really sad <laughs> that he, he just missed them because that was like legendary stuff. He was co he was chasing the arm in some pretty outstanding ways. He, he had the sequence off the fence. It just blew my mind. And he was this close to pulling off the triangle from it, but just could not get the feet locked. And Bolanos won this fight because posture. He had good posture, kept fighting to be on top, and looked to do um, looked to inflict pain. I'm not going to say damage. Looked to in inflict pain uh, in those positions. And Phillips wore himself out. He wore himself out chasing submissions and lost the fight. Lost the fight because he got tired. It's too much to fight your opponent and gravity. All right, so it's best to get on top. It's best to fight on top and use gravity as a weapon on your side. You put that pressure on him. He's got to lift you. He's got to move his body. He's fighting gravity. You're kind of riding with it. But Bolanos did, did really good, kept the cool head, got the, got the decision win. The uh, Bruno Brazil and Dennis, Denise Gomez – Man, Gomez <laughs> just, I don't know. She had an aura around her of like, I'm just going to smash this bitch. <laughs> and she kind of did. Um, Bruna took some big shots without showing any real expression. Like her head snapped back. It was kind of like a Gumby punching a, a big elastic, you know, rubber hunk. But towards the uh second round the second round when she got hit with those big punches she wasn't just kind of not reacting anymore she hit the ground and it was a nice sequence to to put her out but that was what 242 in the second yeah two girls are fighting i've never heard of them i'm probably gonna bet on the neck tat just saying lando venata and zell huber zell huber um, as a stud, this was a good fight. I'm kind of, I mean, some of these times when, when you have two good guys like this, you could push and be exciting. I guess it's because Venata, he wins and loses a lot. He needs to swing together more long, wins in a row, but he always has like really exciting fights. He always, you know, puts it all out there, throws everything in the kitchen sink, leaves nothing left. But so Hoover. I think dominated the majority of that fight. Looked really good. He's long, capable. We'll see what happens next for him. Um, Robertson over Rodriguez with the the phantom tap. She she looked like she tapped hard once and then stopped. I, mean, I was a little bit of I don't know. They could they could file a complaint, I guess, because the if she if the ref thought she phantom tapped. I do, I do think maybe then he, that's when he should have stopped it. But he waited. He waited. So I don't know if he was saying that she verbally tapped later. Maybe that happened. Maybe she 
did the phantom and then said like okay okay she's trying to argue away from that but i i don't know he kind of paused if he was saying that that first tap was what the tap was it should have been a much quicker stop he shouldn't have been like yeah you know she just tapped i want to see if she meant it (laughs) what either she did or she didn't either she did or she didn't uh Okay, okay. Then uh, one of the best fights tonight, this is my favorite fight tonight, I think, was Zach Cummings and Ed Herman. Love Ed Herman. He's a stud. Uh, tough tough as nails was his last fight. It was the last fight, right? He retired. So did Cummings, though. It was like a dual retirement. Um, Cummings was just much quicker, landed much harder punches. Looks like that, um, you know, he was inflicting a lot of damage, <laughs> so to speak. I'm trying to think of the best way to describe it because I don't like the word damage because it's too. Um, he landed with the most power. He landed and inflicted the most power. He inflicted the most pain. He altered the course of the fight the most with the power shots he was landing. He was fast. He landed big shots. You saw Herdman's head snap back. You saw a bloody nose. You saw him messing with his nose a lot after he got hit. You know, there were signs that he was uh, uncomfortable with the strikes that were landing. There's a lot of body shots, body kicks. His arm and body were marked up. Not necessarily, you know, he is a ginger, so he's going to get more red than other people. But it did look like, he was taking some some hard thud kicks to the body, and he was gasping for air. He was sucking air, and sometimes those body shots, that's what that does. It makes you have to work harder to breathe. So I felt like Cummings was doing things that you could tell that it was really slowing Herman down. You know, Herman had to fight a little bit different in order to keep fighting. Fair enough. I think that's, I think that's the type of thing you're looking for when you're trying to assess the you know, damage, or <clears throat> if you come up with some kind of criteria to explain the word damage, I think that should be in there somewhere. Damage refers to the reaction of the person that and took the took the damage. Did the head snap back? Did he start to bleed? Was he messing with his nose a bunch after he got punched? Was he messing with his jaw or his mouth a bunch after he got punched? Things like that. Did he have to switch his stance because his leg was getting kicked a bunch? All of those. All of those. And any others if you can uh, think of them. But that was fun. I, I like those. I always like rooting for the old guy. Makes you feel good. Makes you feel like mm, maybe I could go in there again. <laughs> watching old guys but ed herman's even he's a he's a baby compared to me i'm super old but i haven't seen much of coming so i was like i'm kind of mad because that was the first time of me really seeing him and now he's retired 30 37 or 38 
He looked like he had some some fast combinations that he could throw pretty hard. <clears throat> Not bad. Then um, getting towards the uh, end of the prelim card, Brandon Royval and Matthias Nicolau. This was very impressive knockout from Royval. He is begging, not begging. Well, I mean, I guess they all kind of beg. <clears throat> He's asking to be on main the cards from now on. I think that's that's pretty good. He landed that big knee. Um, with Matthias coming in, it was done deal. It was nasty, and he was nasty. He popped him good with that sucker. Sure, he was seeing some stars with that because it came straight up the middle as he was kind of changing levels. There's no way he even saw it. He he was like looking at that hook, like oh, I'm gonna land it, and then boom. See that you could see the birds. You could see the birds going around his head. Brr, Tweety bird. Oof. That was uh that was a nice kick. Hope the guy's brain heals well from that. But Roy Vall, flyweight. Let's see what's up with him and uh who's he gonna fight next. I don't know. I do not know. There's a lot going on with Flyway right now with uh, Cejudo coming back, right? TJ Brown and El Gio. Featherweight. Which one's lighter, Flyweight or Featherweight? Mm hmm. What does it say? I don't know. But El Gio with the submission round two. Where is the uh Where am I? Okay. That's the end of the uh preliminary card. I'll deal with that sub. Round two. I think I missed part of that fight. Probably eaten. All right, all right. Main card, main card with Clay Guida and Rafa Garcia. Of course, I'm rooting for old Clay. I'm I'm rooting for the carpenter. I'm I'm hoping he pulls it off. I'm hoping he gets the hammering. He didn't really put much emphasis though in this fight and trying to get a takedown. I had heard the commentator say something about you know him respecting Garcia's wrestling takedown defense and maybe didn't want to chase that getting tired. But silly. Oh my dog. She's trying to get my attention. Is that terrifying? If would you cry would you uh would you cry? Would you get scared if you heard that coming into the house you're breaking in to? Um, but yeah, the carpenter just did not have enough. He wasn't able to come through, land enough combos, put enough heat on Garcia. Garcia was able to, to fight a, a paced fight 
and stay in the pocket and not really expose himself too much. He didn't get hit with too many hard shots. He was able to hit hit Clay consistently and effectively. <clears throat> didn't really beat him up a lot at all, but like was always ahead of the game, always winning that exchange. Oh man, hold on, guys. I gotta talk to my dog. <laughs> Had a nice little talk with him. He'll be fine. <laughs> Danny Arnold, what's up? You're a man of fine gentlemanly taste. With the super chat saying, yo, yo, yo. John Fish knows nothing. Dan Arnold knows nothing either. LOLs. Here's a little something towards the bourbon fund, my friend. Cheers, brother. Thank you very much. Bourbon fund is always in need of replenishing. That's just the way it is. Yeah, he wanted, my dog is that that annoying girlfriend who always has to have your attention. It doesn't matter what I'm doing. If I make a little bit of noise, if he hears my voice, I can't have fun without him. He's got to know what's up. Yep. He is. He is. It's an assault puppy. I have an assault puppy. Yep. He's ready to go. Let's keep going on this. Munoz Gutierrez. Munoz gets the decision. Uh, that was a good fight. Gutierrez is slick. Uh, Munoz has a little more power. And I think that fits into that definition. You're supposed to fight, judge the fights by the guy who's using techniques that are pushing the fight towards the finish are the ones who are supposed to get the most attention. So in that mindset, the guy who's landing the most, you know, if you guys landing a lot of power shots, that those power shots mean more than a guy who's landing a lot of output. And I feel like that Gutierrez was landing that output, but he also got dropped. Didn't he get dropped? I think Munoz dropped the most too. Um, then we get into Cutabella and Bozer. Bozer is tough. I like watching Bozer. He moved up, right? Didn't he move up from middleweight? He went to middleweight to light heavyweight. I feel like he was pudgier at middleweight. Like he moved up to light heavyweight and got more jacked. Anybody else notice that? He had like more of a six pack and broader shoulders. Put on that good weight. But Bozer was just overwhelmed. Pitabella came out hard and fast and put him away. Bozer could not deal with the onslaught. He had uh he had a fire burning, man.
AMS asking a technical question. Let's get into this technical question. He says, John, does an open guard with up kicks work against leg stomps or do I have to hook onto my opponent's legs? Leg stomps. Do you mean like he he stomps on your head? Is that what you mean? Um, because a lot of the up kicks depend on the positioning of the other guy. If he's leaning over, some guys get, get tired, get lazy. They lean over. They're trying to, to grab feet. They're trying to grab you or whatever. They don't really know how to enter. And they end up bending over and leaning over. And when they are leaning over, that's when they're susceptible to that up kick. Okay. And it's not so much about uh, open guard, closed guard type scenario. It's, does he have good posture or has he bent it over? Because he has good posture, he can't even hardly get to the head. Then you have to like to sweep or kick him away and stand up. Oh man, terrifying. Tyler's stupid name it says pistol grip puppies are the dangerous ones, especially if they're black. What about the bump stock puppies? You gotta be careful with the bump stock puppies. And do I like fireball whiskey? Does the devil burn in hell? <laughs> um, yeah, like uh, there's a guy on Halloween. He gives the adults little little uh, airplane bottles of a uh, of a uh, fireball. Mm -hmm. Hot damn and fireball! I'm a fan. On a cold day, can't have too much. Can't have too much heartburn. But um, a little bit, a little bit, a little bit would be good. Warm you up. Go to football games. We used to get Ruppelmans. You know Ruppelmans? Put that in a big pouch bag, flask, and you put that under your coat, and you walk in to the stadium, and they pat you down, and they don't notice that, and you're, you got your little water canteen thingy, your little bladder, squirting Ruppelmans, and that keeps you warm. Yep. That's how you get those guys out there with uh, body paint, with the snow falling. They've had some Ruppelmans. It's good for keeping people warm. In case you ever become a hobo and you need to stay warm at night. Ruppelmans. Dinobot, another technical question. Is by like good for MMA? It can be, yes. <clears throat> I use them quite often because you can get in good position sometimes. And get easy, easy takedowns without expending a lot of energy. And then he puts you in a dominant position on top. And then body lock passing, good for MMA. I haven't done a lot of it. I haven't, I haven't learned a lot of it. But I, I know what you're talking about. I, it can be dangerous because there's still the opportunity to create enough space to the elbow. And if you can throw elbows, you can you can open up a cut pretty bad. You know, and um, <clears throat> it may only take one or two. That guy's committed to that body lock. He's committed to that, and he can't block any of the strikes. And if he's low enough on the hips, you might be able to, to sneak an elbow through. You might be able to post and drop the elbow off the post. So there are dangers. There are dangers.
let's do let's just let's do what's the next one all right next fight dustin jacoby and mirzakhanov mirzakhanov and this was a good fight this was good jacoby was uh well prepared looked pretty good just was not seemed a little more stiff wasn't as smooth as uh, azamat and azamat was smooth and landed harder seems like he he landed harder uh he he seemed very calm cool collected sat in the pocket throw good punches landed good punches and he just seemed like he was super like exceptionally strong you know like punching power but like physically powerful even though he wasn't um like he's not physically like what you would think a guy in the movies who's supposed to be strong looks like but you could tell with the way um he moved around and he could move jacoby around the way he landed with those punches and the way jacoby reacted to those punches this guy's got some serious heft to him he's big boned he's big boned if you if you could uh can understand that oh wow dinobot saying azimat broke his arm around too he broke his arm and he still was able to fight the way he did wow that dude's tough <laughs> how bad was the break was it just a fracture because that guy that guy was i couldn't have picked up on that who's throwing big big punches elbows still man yep i'll give, to give you that andy lee correct Azmat is deceptively clip. His left overhand was a ser- it was a killer, even though he only has that punch. He landed that. He was a he was a menace with that left hand. This was a fight where we had Jacoby as an orthodox fighter, and Azmat was southpaw. So that's the game. A lot of time is who can who can land that straight power punch coming through straight down the middle, and. Um, as Matt was winning that game, he landed some big, big shots. It was almost like Jacoby couldn't even see it. I made a joke to my girlfriend. I was like, man, is he like blind in his right eye? He can't see anything coming from that side. He got cracked. Getting cracked like a walnut. Fellers. Ooh, interesting. Hazamir. Hamzamir. <laughs> I can't read. Yo Romero fighting for the light heavyweight title in June against one of Fedor's guys. Yep. That should be fun. Yo Romero, I love Yo Romero. I always love watching Yo Romero fight, but I'm extremely disappointed that we don't see more wrestling from him. I would really like him to everyone, you know, like it's a little bit crank it up a little bit more. He's just trying to throw those big punches. I'd like to see, you know, chest to chest suplex, some elbows. Just mix it up a little bit here and there, you know. The last the last the first minute and the last minute. Do a little wrestling. Just try to get, you know, get his feet up in the air. <laughs> Show us something. I want to see some of that, man. Let's go. Let's go, Romero. Come on. Let's do it. 
All right. We're almost done. And this is great. It's in Barboza over Billy Q. Barboza is just a monster. You can't you can't count this guy out. He's in every fight. I don't care. Barboza is in every fight because he has that ability. He has that ability to just end you quickly. He can sneak that knee through. He can get that elbow in. He can get the arm around your neck in a transition. He can do it. He can do it in a transition. He can do it, and, and you won't see it coming. He can do it brutally. Out of nowhere, just pow, just psh. You think you're winning. You think you're getting in there. Things are going all right. Then whap, it's over. He's, he drops fights to, to tough guys. Yep, he does. Absolutely. He's he's beatable, partly because he does take those risks that can get you out of there in, in a flash. But this guy is in every fight. He's in every fight. You can't count him out. You just can't. Legendary status right there. All-star. Am I wrong? I don't think I'm wrong at all. I might not know nothing, but I'm right a lot. Yeah, I thought maybe this was an April's Fool thing, but I guess it's really happening, huh? Byron Ayala saying, Jake Paul versus Nate Diaz. Let's go 209. What are people going to do? Are, you not, all the, are all the Diaz fans going to kill themselves if Jake Paul beats him up? What happens? What happens then? Is it that? Un inconceivable that this guy that's almost what 15 years younger way less brain scarring all geared up might possibly be able to beat Diaz or is it just unthinkable to people Brandon Hunter is saying, I'm just getting into martial arts. Would you recommend learning striking over jiu-jitsu if I have a background in wrestling? You can do both at the same time, but I, I suggest you stack your classes where you should do three days of jiu-jitsu, two days of striking. That's going to get you pretty pretty on, on point with what you need to do. But I, it'll be a lot easier to – it's easier to learn the basics and fundamentals of striking because there's just so many punches. You know, you're learning like the six six basic punches. And you can practice those a lot until you get good at them. It's hard to get really good at striking because you're getting hit in the face. <laughs> and some people just have a hard time ever getting hit in the face. The, the depth perception, the timing, the rhythm, it can take a lot longer for certain people to get that. <clears throat> That's why I say grappling is better self-defense because six months of uh, jiu-jitsu – you're not going to get hurt. You're not going to get beat up. You're not going to get concussions. And you're going to know how to handle yourself pretty well against most people. You're still going to be a white belt. You're still going to get smashed by 99% of the jiu-jitsu population. But your average person has, is not going to be able to take advantage of you. <clears throat> so I think that's why I think it's way better for you to do six months of jiu-jitsu for self-defense than six months of boxing. Just saying.
Ähm, Hamzamir. <laughs> hey, you may not be wrong. He's saying, the boy, uh, he's saying, Nate will take the bag and lose. It's a lot of money, man. Let's get to it. All right, last fight. Max Holloway, Arnold Allen. Arnold Allen underperformed. I said it. I thought he underperformed. He seemed like he came in to hang out with his buddy. He was going to spar with his buddy, his good friend Max. I'm such a fan and have so much respect for my good friend Max. He didn't look like he was there to kick somebody's ass. He didn't look like he was on a mission, a seek and destroy mission. That didn't seem what was happening. Looked like a very violent episode of Touch Butt. He landed some big shots, but not very many. He didn't follow up. He let Max off the hook a lot, and he just he just underperformed. He underperformed for what he, he needed to do to win. I will also say they treat Max like royalty. They do. They treat him like no matter how many fights he's won or lost, he's still the champ, and everybody has to beat the champ when they fight Max. I don't know if that's good or good or bad. Maybe you agree. Maybe you should. Maybe you feel like that should be the way. I don't know. I don't know. Arnold Allen, the guy with two first names. You, you'd think you'd get a little bit more of a psychopathic output from a guy with two first names. But that was just way too calm and measured. He looked like a fan. He looked like a fan in there. Like he was going to pull out a headshot and get an autograph. Beginning of the third round. Hey, can you mind if we get a picture real quick? I don't know, man. I don't know. Yeah, see? Danny Arnold says, interesting. Alan is actually my middle name, and Arnold, of course, is my last name. You got two first names, too. I'm going to check your closet for bodies, Mr. Arnold. <laughs> You got to watch those guys. And the next check is if your uh, eyes are over ears. Have you heard that one? See, mine, I'm all right. I heard that. Eyes over ears. If their eyes are up higher than their ear, they might be crazy. Serial killer stuff. Um, but, yeah, so what did you, you guys think? Did you guys think that that was the call, that Max Holloway won that fight? My girlfriend really wanted Max Holloway to lose. And she thought he lost and was getting beat up. But she did miss part of the fight because she was getting food and washing stuff. <coughs> yeah, she was uh, part, of the, part of the fight. She was washing dishes, making food. But I was like, yeah, sorry, I don't think Alan did enough to win it. Daniel, oh man, that's he has first three names. Watch out! You, see, that's the thing, though. Is uh, you don't you don't go by all of them. If you if you went by all three of them all the time, then we have to watch out. Danny Allen Arnold.
Oh, yeah, Jeff Broslin. I remember he was tough. That was a setup. They tried to set me up. Told me he was a karate guy. <laughs> He's tough. All right. The boy says, Max won more accurate, more active, and more aggressive than Arnold. I agree. Um, that was what I saw. I think Arnold did land some more power shots. He landed shots that I thought visibly uh, changed the behavior of uh, Max for a brief second. He didn't land enough of them, though. He didn't do enough to to get that push that ball and get that ball rolling downhill the other direction. And yeah, Max was just tagging them up. It was it was under it was under performance of what Max usually does. Though his output wasn't the same. I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing, but he might have been able to, I don't know, do more damage. But then again, yeah, he could have opened himself up more if he would have thrown more. So maybe that threw Al, uh, Arnold off. Maybe Alan Arnold thought he was going to throw a lot more and he was going to be able to counter and throw. But did not materialize. All right, guys. That was the fights. That was the fights. You guys satisfied with the fights? There are some good ones. There are some fun ones, good finishes. I can't wait for the 22nd. I can't wait. Next week is going to be good because we're looking at uh, Pavlovich and Blades. That's going to be outstanding. I think it's outstanding. That's a big fight. But this, I don't know. This could be a title fight. This could be potential title fight these guys seriously as big as sergi is i think he could be john jones if he could avoid getting sniped from far away if he could check a few kicks he's just he's just huge he's a beast and blades blades is big and athletic and i think he could get inside he could put weight on john jones in the fence possibly getting some kind of takedown, buy like takedown, trip takedown, or just make him work, make him work in the fence with somebody big and strong, knee the legs. I don't know. I think those could both be potential fun matchups for us. Let's hope we get to see something like that. Song Yadong, Ricky Simon's fighting, Brad Tavares is back, Bruno Silva. Bobby Green, Jared Gordon fighting. Who is the uh, prelims, huh? Ronnie Yaya fighting Montel Jackson. You don't know a lot of these people, huh? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, Okay. Well, there's uh, Sergi and uh, Yadong Simon. That, that could be good. Couple fights to watch. We still got to wait a little bit for uh, the knuckles, the bare knuckles, huh? Right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> My bad. Uh, Hamzamir says that's why John Coke Jones wants to retire after the Stipe fight because he doesn't want to fight Blades or uh, Pavlovich. Could make sense. Yeah, Dinobot, you are 
Correct. Every human should be scared of Pavlovich. He's just humongous. He's like a giant. He's like a giant in a movie. Unreal how big that guy is. Hamza Amir says he's scared too. I do not know if I have had it. Danny Arnold saying, hey, official John Fish, do you like McConnaughton's, McConnaughton's, McConnaughton's whiskey? By chance, I don't think I've had it. McConnaughton's, Mac, McNaughton's, McNaughton's whiskey. McNaughton's scotch whiskey. Mmm, sounds delicious. Oh. <laughs> uh, Hamzamir, Sam Pavlovich, last five first-round KOs, and all those fights lasted for three minutes. Scary power. Scary power. He's a giant. I've thought about it. I reached out. I talked to Chris, Chris Lytle, whatever. They never really got back to me. I think they're kind of busy with a lot of stuff. I would need, you know, I would need at least six figures to be able to take the time to train for a fight again. So I could understand why they're not interested in an old guy. <laughs> but if they if they are, that's that's the price. Some somewhere over there, somewhere in that range, I think would be good. I'm up for that. <laughs> Are you guys uh when is the next bare knuckles? Not next week. We gotta wait a couple weeks. The twenty first, next weekend. This weekend coming up. That's the big one, huh? The boy twenty six says Mike Perry is going to stop Luke. Luke's not a pure striker. Mm, big if true. Big if true. We may have to look for uh the BKFC. Let's look right now. Let's go real time. April. Okay. No, no, no. We got to wait. This is the Nguyen and Strauss. Nguyen and Strauss, the canceled card. That's what's up next. That's going to be this weekend. That'll be good. I'm up. For some Nguyen Strauss, this is a tough fight for Neil Strauss. Not Neil. <laughs> uh, and then the 22nd. So we got two cards this weekend. Oh, man. Okay. Okay. I got gotcha. you. And, the, and then following up, then we're going to be there. All right. Where's the thing? Switch. Let's look. Let's look here. Okay, so this card got canceled. We got Nguyen and Strauss. And Strauss is on loan from Bellator. So Bellator is allowing him to come over and uh, fight. He's been fighting for a while at the Bellators. And this is his very first fight. Chris talked about this. His very first fight. He doesn't really like seeing experienced guys and guys of the first fight 
and bare knuckle because it's just a different different kind of fight, different kind of pain. Getting those those knuckles right on the bones. It's a different fight. It's different. So it's good to have a little bit of experience. It's good to take a little bit of a shot here and there to get used to it. Nguyen's got a lot of experience. He's got, he's got a ton of experience, a boatload of experience. And Strauss is taking a risk. It's a risk. So it'll be interesting to see. Um, Bastwick, Doolittle, I've seen both these guys fight. Tough. They come and fight hard. Uh, Wilson, pretty clean with his boxing. Randall, a bit of a savage. This is going to be good. Ricci and Lozano. Pretty sure I've seen Ricci fight before, too. And this Davis guy. I know I've seen Davis fight. Cresaro. He should be fun. Got a lot of power. We'll see how he does this time out. I don't know about the undercard guys. But it's going to be good, man. It's going to be good. Excited. And then we got, well, we do have what? We have the uh, the next fight is the very next night, 40. Right? Because this is a makeup card. Right? It's a makeup card for a show that got canceled because they they got all Karen out about the bare knuckle stuff, even though they kind of knew. Yeah, yes, Jason Laird, uh, Bacow did fight. It was a, a Thailand card. So the times and whatever might, might have been different and hard for you to see. This is not necessarily a bad call. Javante Davis putting Ryan Garcia to sleep. That's going to be next weekend too, I believe. Um, yeah, I, I'm just – Javante Davis seems like a real one, and Ryan Garcia seems a little soft. I could be wrong. I like watching him fight. He's slick. Maybe this will prove me wrong, but – I don't know. Davis just seems he's just seems a little bit more about it, a little bit more about the fight life. Then the uh, the next night after the uh, win fights Strauss, you have this card in England. So the times will probably be in the morning, right? Twelve p.m. PDT. I don't know what PDT is, but it'll be on sometime. Check your local listings. Holmes and Christie. I'm not aware of these two guys. I am aware of this guy, Franco. Franco is a beast, and he's got a bunch of bare-knuckle fights before he even got to bare-knuckle fighting championships. So I don't know anything about uh, Burbsy here, Burbs, but yeah, I like his handlebar mustache. That looks nice. So we'll see. Franco, Franco looked really good, like a clean boxer who knew how to throw those bare-knuckles at people. Look very comfortable in the pocket. It'll be fun to watch what he can do. I don't really know or recognize anybody else on this card or these cards. It's English guys. But 
these cards are never disappointing, dude. Never. You're never gonna walk away from the bare knuckle fights being like, man, why did I, why did I pay for that? Why did I watch that? Why did I put my time and energy into that? You'll, you'll be happy. You'll be happy. Oh, okay. That, I mean, that does make a difference. It does make a difference. That is a huge advantage. AMS is saying tank is 5'4". Garcia is 5'10". That reach, it's a big deal. But I think tank is an aggressive guy, and it's going to be able to get inside. And and he's just tough. I think he's just tough. I think he's mentally tough. Could be 100% wrong. We'll see. That's why we have the fights. That's why we have the fights so we can see what actually is going to happen and not just um, argue about it. <laughs> argue about who might possibly win and who isn't going to win. Hamzamir is saying one is coming here next month. Coming where? To the U.S.? Like where? Colorado or something? Is that where I saw it at? <laughs> Real men fight with bare hands. You're not wrong. I, I kind of wish I could do it once, maybe. Because I didn't get too back in the day. I missed that part. I missed the bare hands one. I got the soccer kicks and the knees of the head on the ground. That was good, but I missed the headbutts. I missed the bare knuckles. Patrick Luther Winchester says, I agree. Ryan is super soft. He runs a nice Instagram account. He's fun to watch. He's exciting. Good personality. Ladies love him. But he seems a little, a little soft. He's a little soft. You know, I think he's going to be the one who gets He's going to complain first about being uncomfortable about something. You know, where's my snack packs, Mom? Oh, AMS getting technical on here. Says Tank lacks head movement. Since both fighters are fast, I have Garcia. Tank pivots on the front foot a lot. It's dangerous. Very analytical approach to that. And I can't fault you for that at all. But that's not why I said it. I'm picking Tank. It's not a technical reason. It's just gangster. <laughs> He just feels more gangster. I, and I, may, I may make the whole completely wrong choice, but there's just sometimes I kind of said it about um, Cyril Gain too. I think push comes to push comes to shove, he's more likely going to fold against certain guys. John Jones is too gangster for Cyril Gain to use his technique on. Panda's strong, and sometimes it's don't. It's like it's like doing something technical against your dad. Like sometimes dad just isn't having it. You know, you can hit that technique perfect, your jujitsu or wrestling perfect tech per, technique perfect, but dad just says nope. Attitude, size, strength, experience, it shuts you down. Because he's dad, testosterone. That's what, that's what I'm saying. 
Ooh. Sue Georgie, John Pitch versus Jorge St. Pierre. George's, not Jorge. John Pitch versus George's St. Pierre. Bare knuckle. Let's do it, BKFC. Let's go. Let's go. I'm going to have to lose some weight, though. Unless he wants to do it at heavyweight. <laughs> Denver, yep. Denver's where one FC is headed to. I'm up for it. Hemzamir says we need soccer kicks and PFL and Bellator and UFC. Let's go. All of it. Let's go. Soccer kicks. Knees to the head on the ground. Headbutts. Let's go. Let's go. Yep. He's big. He's athletic. He's technical. But you're right, Hamzamir. Gain is not a dog. He's not a dog. Thank you, thank you, thank you. That was a good example, I think. <laughs> but yeah, guys. Awesome. We've been rolling here for about an hour. Thank you all. Thanks for the super chat. Mr. Arnold, you're the man. I've got to uh, put the kids into bed, get some stuff edited. So I got my little shorts videos. If you guys haven't, uh, go to my uh, shorts. John Fitch knows nothing. Sh clips. J-F-K-N clips. J-K-F. J-K. J-F-K. J-F-K-N. Right? John Fitch knows nothing. Yeah. Clips. Go there. Follow that. Clip to that or subscribe to that. And I have short, condensed little rants from uh, from the show. All right, more digestible, cleaned up. I cut out the heavy breathing. <sighs> I'm a heavy breather. <sighs> no, sorry. Um, how bed this early? It's not early, 8.30. They're kiddos. They need lots of sleep. 12 hours or something, 16 hours. Yeah, Owen Benjamin's a smart dude. <laughs> he's funny. And uh, I, I tune in and watch his clips and a lot of stuff he's saying. Um, <clears throat> I dig it. I dig it. Anti, he's very anti-debt. So am I. Very anti-debt. Even though I have a mortgage, a debt deal, <laughs> a debt contract. Batman is a heavy breather then. He is kind of. Ben Affleck. All right, guys. Had a good night. Hope you guys had a good night. Uh, fights were fun. We got fights coming up. Make sure you're watching. Like, share, subscribe, all that jazz. Tell your friends. Hide your kids. Hide your wives. <laughs> Do a Fitch pill about managing rotation, several plates, just kind of strategies. <laughs> Three feet, one inches, Rogan. <laughs> oh, all right, guys. Thanks for watching. I appreciate you all. 
Um, make sure you are going to jobfish.net. Sign up for the newsletter. All right. I think that's the thing right here. You can take a picture of. Do that. I got I got shirts. Obey. Go follow the links below. And you can see uh, all that stuff that I have available. There's shirts there. There's another one of those QR thingy majiggers. I got the Alpha Bro shirts. Those are available. Yep. Get on it. Um, I got my programs down there too in the description. This is a testimonial from one of my clients, online purchasers of my uh, Fitch Smash Strength and Conditioning Package. He was uh, loving the program. More days, less time each day. Getting fit, getting jacked. Just trying to look good naked, man. I don't need to win world championships anymore. I already did it. Johnfish.net, johnfish.gumroad.com. Do it, guys. Check out the stuff. Download the free intro to practical self-defense. And then uh, download the practical self-defense, too. Get in shape. Get jacked. Learn how to fight. It's up to you guys. Be your first own first responder. You got it. All right, dude. I'll check you guys later. All right. <laughs>